You know, as different as everything seems this holiday season, one thing still holds true year after year. Everybody loves holiday scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. And with tickets available from $1 to $20, they're the perfect gift for anyone on your list 18 years or older. So stay safe this year and play it safe with your gift-giving. Give scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Please play responsibly. Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. It's Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. Because it's Friday. You ain't got no job, and you ain't got shit to do. Nothing. Friday night. Friday night. One day late. Yep. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm doing good, man. I'm in my slides. You say you got slides on? Yeah, you know what that means. Are you dancing? No, it just means you're chilling. I thought you mentioned dancing slides. <laughs> what are dancing slides? Isn't that a type of shoe? Yeah, so, really like, I mean, I, I, to my knowledge, this is always my perception, but I thought you, you could slide well enough so you could cut a rug easier. <laughs> no, this is, uh, I don't think it has anything to do with dancing. They're like, they're like the sandals, um, how would you describe these? Just the one solid strap around the top? Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm familiar with the slides you talk about. Oh, okay. Kind of like a slipper. Yeah, yeah. Except with, uh, yeah, like you said, a sandal slipper, essentially, right? Yeah, you just wear them around the house. They're like basketball players. High school athletes like to wear them. Yeah, they do. With some knee-high socks. So you got your slides on on a Friday, huh? Hell yeah. What was that beef? Are you microwaving a Hot Pocket? I'm microwaving some shit food that I need to survive. That really was a microwave? Huh? That really was a microwave? Oh, yeah. Was it a uh, Hungry Man dinner? No, it's a Jimmy Dean breakfast bowl. Oh Not as terrible. I know, I know how you feel about Jimmy Dean, and I feel the same way, but we need to survive. Oh, man, you've been scarfing down those Jimmy Dean's frozen treats for years. They, they, they're not fun. They are what well, They are what they are. They're conveniently quick, though. So tell me about it. What's it got in there? A little egg, sausage gravy, cheese? Yeah, this, is the, uh, this is the sausage gravy one. So it's got uh, egg, a little bit of biscuit, uh, and sausage, and some gravy. Cheese. Oh, and it's done. 
I heard that. Che- <laughs> is it uh, cheese? Oh yeah, there's cheese. There's cheese in everything, Eric. Yep. How long uh, you got a microwave for? A minute and a half? Two minutes and stir and then one. And it looks god awful. I should take a picture of this for the Instagram <laughs> post, huh? You should. Alright, I'll take a snapshot. God, did it have a did it have a film over it you had to remove, or do you leave that on, or do you vent it? You, you vent it, and then you you remove it to reveal the sloppy mess that you're about to consume. Man, sounds delicious. So you buy those in a single pack, or you buy a big box? Single. Okay. Well, that sounds like a good dinner. Uh, no, that is not your typical <laughs> Friday night meal, but I'm like, came back from the bar and I'm going back out to the bar, so it's just getting me from point A to point B before I get a burrito or uh, some za or some shit later. I'm eating healthy. Yeah. So, how are the Bears doing right now? Bears not doing well. No? Just all backups? Yeah. That's alright. Did you see any Trubisky? No, Biscuit didn't even play today. Cohen? It's just been Chase Daniel. And then they put in the third stringer, so. Alright. So no updates on the Bears? Nope, nothing too special. Okay. They did have two takeaways in the first half, though. Interceptions? No, uh, forced fumble. Daniel Jones got some butterfingers. What a dumb fuck. Yeah. You gotta cut him, Jeff. Listen, we're gonna cut that that poor bastard. Did you hear that? Was that some scissors? Yeah, did you hear it? Yeah. Little snip. Little. Cut that bitch. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So what's been going on? Uh, not too much lately. Uh, Jim and Ants were in town this week, so been with them, been with the uh, nephews a lot. They just left yesterday. So parents were in town. Did you guys go to Foga de Chow again? No, they were they were here to babysit while uh, my brother and his wife went up to the mountains. For a little weekend getaway? Yeah. Or no, a wedding. Wedding and then a show. What show? Trey Anastasio. Okay. Little fish fish heads? I mean, you, you know you know my family is. You know them like, they like that fish shit? Fish. They'll be coming out here Labor Day weekend for three days of fish at Dick's Sporting Goods Park. <laughs> Who's coming out? Uh, well, my oldest brother's coming from California, and I know I know my other brother's going, and I'm sure they got a crew. Are you going? Uh, if I can find a cheap ticket, but I don't like getting all the way out there. But it was hell getting out of there when I went there for my brother's bachelor party a couple of years back. Yeah, it's a, it's way out there, attic. It's not in the city. Yeah, well, that's cool. What, what do you mean is hell getting out? Like the drive? Yeah, well, if, if you're not driving out, like myself, if I'm getting the lift or a cab oh. or whatever. 
Like I waited three hours in a line that never really moved. Oh, and you can't like you can't walk anywhere because there's nowhere close to walk to to get a lift. You're just out in boondocks. Well, you gotta you gotta plan it, brah. Find somebody you can go and just latch onto somebody else's ride out of there. Something like that. Um. So you last night I woke up or let's see. Two nights ago. Uh, we woke up to a bat flying around our fucking heads. Holy shit. Yeah, you ever had, you ever had a bat? No. Man. That's some John Candy shit. <laughs> what movie's that? Great Outdoors? Yep. Uh, pretty much, yeah. We just... It was a weird night because Samantha wanted to go to bed super early because she was tired and I was like, okay... I'll just watch TV, and of course, I, you know, I can't, I get the sleep attacks. Oh, yeah. So if I'm sitting still, I'm probably asleep. I mean, it, I could fall asleep right now. You never know. <laughs> but, <Seriously>. um, <laughs> anyway, so I fall asleep too super early. So it's just the craziest night already. And then, uh, at like 9.30, 9.45, she woke me up and said there's something flying around our heads. And I was like... Like, you know how you're retarded when you wake up. Yeah. So I have no idea. I'm like, what? Little? Flying? Something flying? Like, you don't know what's going on. No, not at all. <laughs> you just want to go back to sleep. Yeah. So, like, after 30 seconds of her telling me there's something flying around our heads and me just ignoring it, I finally decided <laughs> to investigate and open my eyes. And uh, sure enough, there's something flying around our heads. Heavy investigation. Yeah, it's it's not just like a bug or something like I imagined. It's an actual. I mean, there's a an animal flying around our heads. You gave an ocular pad down. And yeah. You saw an animal. Yeah. A mammal, to be exact. Yep. And the the first clear memory I have is like out in the hallway, and Samantha was still in the bed because she was scared, and I'm just like, "What are you doing? Like, why don't you come out here? Like, I just totally just." realized it was something flying around my head just ran to the hallway and then by then i was kind of alert and then uh so she comes out to the hallway and then it's just a mess from there uh as you can imagine like what what do you do you got a fucking bat in your room open windows and like that's what i would do open windows and just kind of like yeah shoot out of there yeah, that's what I'd be, too, I'd be too scared to get anywhere near it, so I'd just like yell at it from afar and like maybe just trap it in the room and hopefully eventually if with an open window it'll fly its ass out. Yeah. I don't know, dude. <laughs> but that that's that's a technique, Jeff, but let me tell you, these things are like mice. Like they're sneaky as fuck. So you I might have... you might leave the room for a day and think you got you're all good and go back in there and close the window and then he's just <laughs> fucking flying around like an animal again that's that's very true so um so yeah we're out in the hallway and we're just just being big pussies and uh i could hear it flying around you know through the door and then you crack the door and look in and that thing you know they fly in circles because of the sonar and uh so it's just flying in circles like a madman and uh when these things fly they're like eight inches wide you know what i mean yeah when they're when they're like 
hanging or you know chilling they're tiny they're like the size of mice but once their wings come out yeah 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 <laughs> so this thing yeah so this thing's flying around and i remember saying in the bed when we were like dumb as hell look like she was awake but i'm just dumb as hell staring up at this thing and i remember saying it's a bird, it's bird. Like, yeah it's a bird bird up bro so, uh, which is ridiculous. Like, of course it'd be a bat and not a bird. What a dumbass thing to say. <laughs> but, uh, anyway, we're peering, we're peeking through this door, you know, it's flying around. Finally, it stops. So I open the door and, uh, we're looking around the room and, uh, I can't find this fucking thing. Like I said, they're tiny. Yeah. So... I finally see this black thing hanging up in the corner. I'm like, oh, there it is. So, like, we're just being the biggest pussies ever. Like, you can imagine, like, in the middle of the night, like, I'm, like, it's just, you know how it is. I'm like, God, well, I don't. Of course, dude. I don't, I don't want anything fucking around in my house. <laughs> like, if there's a bug or a spider, I'll fucking be ultra conservative. <laughs> yeah, so, I'm like, okay, so I look online, they're like, this is how you catch it. So I get so I get a five gallon bucket from my garage and I'm gonna try to trap it against the wall, you know. Capture it. I'm gonna be here. Yeah. So the five gallon bucket doesn't fit in the spot it's at, so I get like a little trash off a little office trash can. Yeah. And I'm gonna try to sneak up on it and put it over it and then slide cardboard under it. But this fucking thing was evasive. Anytime I got within like a foot of it, like where I was about to strike, it would just, like, you can see it's like ears or something perk up, like, Rrr, and then it was just <laughs> fucking flying around the room. So, Jesus. so I tried that once, didn't work. It, it was above our ba- master bath door, so now I'm hiding in the bathroom as it flies around. And she's on the other side of the door of the bedroom. Um, and then it stops again, and I can't find it again. Now it's above the bedroom door in the same exact spot but on another door i I got i gotta pause you really quick is there like screaming and yelling going on oh yeah okay just want to paint the scene yeah because she's really pissed that i'm not killing this thing and it's like (laughs) yeah she's like she's like what are you are you retarded like what are you gonna do (laughs) what are you gonna do and i'm like i don't know it's the middle of the night like i can't even think straight they fucking it's a bat so now I'm in now I'm in locked locked up I'm holed up in the bathroom here. And uh the fucking bats above the bedroom the uh bedroom door. Hold on. Oh. Well pfft. You hear that? What's that? That's an in- incoming call from Samantha herself, but I already told her we were recording, so I don't know. Yeah. But um uh so I'm in the bathroom. Now it's above the bedroom door. So I try the same technique. Doesn't work. Same thing. Like when I get within a foot, its ears perk up and then it <laughs> fucking flying around the room. Uh, then it it lands on top of like our curtains and crawls under the curtain, you know? Yeah. Like it, it finds its way to hide behind this curtain. I'm like, you bastard. So now it's hiding behind the curtain. I'm trying. I'm. I got a broom, and now I'm using the broom to, f- you know, I'm I'm ruffling the feathers. I'm ruffling the curtain, trying to get this thing to come out. Yeah. And it's it's 
Yeah, and it's being a hard ass. Like, it's like these things are they're fucking smarter than I am. Like, I'm hitting this window, throwing shit at it, brooms all up in it, and it's not coming out. Like, it's not getting ruffled. So... Was there a shoot throat? What? Was there a shoot throat? No, it was right next to a window, so I didn't want to throw the shoe. If I had my slides on up there, I probably would have threw it. <laughs> the slides, you can really throw a slide good. Oh, yeah. But, <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Yeah, like the, like, uh, oh, I can't remember what they're called. Anyway. This thing's, I, I hit, I finally see where it is. It, it makes a move. It shows itself. It crawls a little bit. I'm like, okay, there it is. So now it's behind the curtain. I'm in front of the curtain, but I know where it's at behind the curtain. I saw it move. So yeah. I'm like, okay, you know, sorry. I'm yeah, I'm locked in. I say goodbye to uh, Mr. Environmentalist here, and we're going to have to murder this bat. There's no other way around it. So I <laughs> I get I get behind it with the broom, and I'm just going to stab it into the wall. I know where it's at. I can't see it, but I know where it's at. So I, I thrust at it. Boom! Go to stab it with the broom. And I got him. I don't know how much I got, but I got something because he just he whimpered out onto the wall like I'd maybe broken a leg or something. And then it takes off. <laughs> Fucking flying in circles around the room. At this point, Samantha was watching me do this, and then she slams the door. So now I'm locked in. It's just me. Oh, and, shit. It's just me and the bat. We're toe to toe. We're toe to toe. Yep. Two men enter, one man leave. So it's flying around in circles. So now I got the broom in my hand, and I'm just gonna start swinging at this thing like like I'm playing baseball. <laughs> so <laughs> first swing I miss, Shoo! it keeps going. Second swing miss, Shoo! keeps going. On the third swing I connect, boom, hit it on the ground. Solid connection. It knocked it out. You know what I mean? Yeah. It it stunned him. He's down on the ground. I hit it with two more vicious strikes. Um. You know, to really, to end it. To put the little guy out of his misery. And, uh, Samantha comes in and she's like, It's probably not dead. At this point, my adrenaline's just going crazy. And I'm like, oh, I'll, I'll fucking show you dead. <laughs> and I was just, I'm just gonna, you know, I was gonna put the, I mean, I was gonna end it, Jeff. Like, yeah. I mean, I was gonna make sure they closed the casket at the service. Like, there was gonna be blood on the walls. Like, it was over. She's like... <laughs> No, no, no! Because she didn't want blood to go everywhere. So, because at this point it was stunned, possibly dead, but not bleeding. So then, I, uh, we, you know, we're like, okay, maybe you're right. So I grabbed the garbage can I was going to use, and I trap it, slide the cardboard under it. And at that point, it does wake up. It has a resurgence. And I can hear, I can hear it flopping around in the garbage can. Um... But I did get it, because when I... So I take it downstairs, and then I'm in my... This is the best part of the story. I'm in my underwear, just the skivvies, you know. Oh, yeah. And I, and I walk out, and there's always kids in our neighborhood. And I walk out onto the front porch, just holding... I mean, picture me holding a garbage can with a with a piece of cardboard on the top of it. And I'm in my underwear, and I just launch... I just launch the entire rig... As far as I can out into my front yard. (laughs) 
Like, if anybody saw it, they're like, damn, that dude just came out of his underwear and threw a garbage can across his yard. Like, what the <laughs> fuck was that? And uh, I saw the uh, I saw the mouse come out. Or not the mouse. I saw the, the bat come out and didn't move. So I guess it was dead. It just had one last little fight left in him in the garbage can there. But, um, yeah, that's the bat story. So here you got a dead bat in the yard. Yeah, well, I went to pick it up the next morning. Uh, and it was gone. So some of the, the scavengers got after it. The savages. Oh, okay. Possums or a coon or something. Well, Christ almighty. Yeah, so that's that, a, that's a handle a bat. Uh, two nights ago. Jesus Christ. So yeah, next time if you get a bat, just get yourself a broom with a nice wide head on it and just go in there swinging. Yeah, so clear, clearly, clearly that's why we're a day late, man. Is Eric <laughs> had some trauma to deal with. Yeah, we're we're a day late for many reasons. Uh, it was a tough week for us. Oof. Yeah, it was intense, Jeff. But I talked to this guy at work, and he said, "What you do <laughs> is you open a window, like you said, and then because they 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 you know they fly in circles like that, especially in a room." So all you have to do is get a big sheet and hold it up in the air and make it real big, you know? And you just yeah. kind of you just kind of guide him towards the window with the sheet. The sheet kind of acts like a wall, you know, for the sonar. Yeah. And you just guide it out of the room. I think I've seen that technique on, uh, I don't know if that was on Great Outdoors or something else. But they had hockey sticks taped to a sheet. Oh, and that's, that's what they're doing? Yeah. Or were they trying to catch it with a sheet? I don't know. I can't remember. It's been a while since I've seen that movie. Yeah. Well, either way, there you have it. That's how you handle a bat. Jesus Christ, man. Yeah, wouldn't that suck? It was terrible. Yeah. That's, that's, that's got no, off. That's no way to wake up. It's like, oh, now I have a live animal I have to deal with. Like, Billy the Exterminator. Seriously. Um, so yeah the podcast is late um i did have my brother-in-law was upset about it so somebody out there cares (laughs) you know uh hopefully there's somebody else there that's waiting on this and maybe they'll be excited i don't know but yeah we maybe we lost half our listeners i don't know we'll see yeah this will be the true test does anybody care is anybody waiting? We'll see. <laughs> we couldn't do it Wednesday because uh, Jeff's parents were in town, and Thursday I had uh, a uh, like a work party with my wife, a uh, the second annual hot dog mixer, AMRE, and oh, um, yeah. had a couple of schlongs and played some mini golf. Sounds great. And then uh, today, it almost didn't happen either because it got a little crazy. So it's just been wild. Yeah. But um, let's talk about a little SummerSlam, Jeff. Let's get ahead and do it. Because we're already 20 minutes in here. It's okay. That story was worth it. That's a great story. Yeah, I mean, there's I, not... I, I kind of wanted to get Samantha and uh, get her take on it, but perhaps another time. Yeah, well, she probably just would have said I was being a big wiener. 
Which I, I mean, I, I, I was. When you wake up in the middle of the night with a flying animal, you, you, you're all sorts of fucked. You're like what? Uh, like I said, I freak out over a spider, so I, I would not deal well with that. So SummerSlam, Jeff. I don't, I don't. I mean, we don't need to go over the whole show. Everybody's seen it. But what do we like? What's the biggest? What's your biggest takeaway from the SummerSlam? Uh, well, biggest takeaway was our uh, technical difficulties. I yes, won't sir. be that fucking wiener, but sweet Jesus, WWE. Well, I, I don't know. If, did you see that a ton of people dealt with it, or what? No. I, I, I don't know how to research that. <laughs> oh, we're a couple of cavemen. We are. But, uh, I don't know. I listened to a couple podcasts, and nobody said anything. Huh. But me and Jeff were fucked. Yeah, it was either it was either you were skipping around like a schoolgirl. It would just it would all of a sudden fast forward like thirty seconds and go to another spot in the match. Yep. Or it would uh, circle a death you and just lag. Yep. Uh, what or the other? Or it, it just cut straight like forty five seconds to uh, three minutes ago. Yeah, like, I was very skip. confused. Match-wise, what was going on in a match? Yeah, it would, it would just skip. Exactly. Uh, so I think our our viewing was a lot worse than a lot of people's, I think. Okay. But I think other people were having... There's no way we're the only ones. Like, we, we have nothing... Well, we have the same account. Yeah. But different internet connections and everything like that. Exactly. And this was like, for those who don't know, WWE Network updated their whole platform thing. And I don't know, like, did you get, did you log on at any time last weekend, or like, how recent to the pay per view did they make this update? Uh, like a week probably. And then I tried to log, I tried to watch something, and it made me, it was gonna make me enter the credentials, and I felt. Uh, and I fell asleep, so I don't know if after the update you had to re-enter the credentials or what. That, that's what it's making you do. Yeah, did it, make, did it make you do it before SummerSlam? Yeah. Okay. Well, it was fucking up the whole time. Like, the kickoff show I saw a little bit of, it was all fucked up. I imagine just a lot of people were in the same boat as us. Like, there's a lot of people logging in, so, like, shit was just all fucky. Yeah. Yeah, it could have been part of the new platform, like something was wrong, who knows. Um, and we, we were thinking, or at least I was thinking, oh, this'll, this, this'll die out, this'll get better as the pay-per-view goes along, but it really didn't. No. The, uh, the main event was fairly clear for me. I think we are actually alternating, like, fuckiness. Like, when it was good for you, it was fucking up for me and vice versa. Yeah, maybe. Your main event was bad? Yeah. Um, but I thought overall, it was, like I said, we had a shitty viewing. But I think overall it was a pretty solid show. Like, it, it had... Nothing was bad. You know what I mean? There was no. There was stuff that was just like, whatever, but nothing was bad. I think uh, the most unforgettable match is probably Moon versus Bailey. Yeah, that one wasn't... That was nothing. But as far as the women go... 
Um, I thought Charlotte and uh, Trish was really good. Trish showed out more than I expected, yeah. I was super surprised by that match. And uh, Becky and uh, Natty kicked off the night. Yeah. Which was a good match, but I think it was that the one we wanted to go longer. Uh, yeah, it, it, was, it was 13 minutes, but it, se- it seemed sudden, because uh, for a while, uh, Becky and Natty were doing each other's moves and shit, and you see, like, oh, it's tip for tap, because they break out of each other's moves. Then Natty tried the sharpshooter, Becky got out of it, put her in an armbar, and you figured Natty would get out of it, all of a sudden she tapped. Yeah. Yeah, the flow of the match didn't seem right to me. I think we we were both surprised. Like it could have gone twenty, and I would have been fine with it. Oh yeah, I, I, I was marking out hardcore, so I was really into this match, and it seemed like the crowd was too. But Becky still seemed the favorite, even though it was in Toronto. Yeah, uh, I I don't know. I think at the beginning they tried to do that, but Becky ended up being the favorite. You know, at the beginning the crowd played along and gave uh, Natty a nice pop. And she came out with a Canadian flag, really heavy-handed. So. <laughs> yeah, a little pandering. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was a good match, for sure. Uh, Goldberg and uh, Ziggler was okay. Uh, that, that was the start of my issue. So I saw Ziggler's uh, promo from Lion on the Mat about 800 times, but I didn't see any of the live match. Well, God, that's horrible. <laughs> it, was, it was so terrible. The match was just fine. It wasn't anything great, but everybody looked good. It was fine. Was it super quick or what? Yeah. Dolph, like, if I remember right, Dolph starts out with this, like, super kick. Like, instead of, like, Goldberg usually gets the spear off immediately, Dolph beat him to the punch and hit him with a super kick. And then uh, Goldberg staggered up. Or no, he pinned him. Yeah, super kick, pin Goldberg. Goldberg kicks out after one. Gets up. Second super kick. Another pin. Another kick out. But then Goldberg gets the spear off. And then uh, Jackhammer. One, two, three. And then the charade started where Ziggler was rolling around on the ground and Goldberg kept coming back for spears. Ziggler has done this and I find it obnoxious. Yeah, it's a little obnoxious. The spears were good though. That third spear looked like he was gonna kill somebody. Yeah. So I thought they. I th- it was an okay match as far as using Goldberg. I think it was a good spot. Just throw it in there real quick after the first match. Oh yeah, redemption. Yeah, but I think it was the beginning of the lull until we got to Charlotte, uh, Trish for me. Uh, let me see here. Hang on, I got some. Uh, wait a second. Pages are stuck together, sorry. Yeah, uh, Shane and KO was pretty Gee. decent. Like that. I, I got up for that. Yeah, that was decent. It was entertaining. It's not a good match, but the crowd was all over Shane and shit. Yeah. Owens hit him with a low blow, which is always good. Yeah. He got a stunner, right? Yep, stunner. Hell yeah. And then Charlotte Trish, like we said, was solid. 
Charlotte, Charlotte, you know what Charlotte's going to bring. Are you surprised she won? Charlotte? Yeah. No, I expected that. Because, I mean, the way Trish was wrestling, I was really like, oh, shit, she might take this. I, I think I had her on the bets, but. Yeah, you did. I don't know. I just think there's no reason for Trish to win. You know, she wins and then what? She just goes off and does her thing and. You know, she... Well, it, it can it can kind of squash all this shit uh, where like Charlotte's saying that um, Trish isn't as good as her because she she was probably shaking the ass era. Kind of squash that a little bit, but I don't know. That's true. I mean, what does it really do for Charlotte, you know? I mean, it, it says she beat Trish Stratus. Well, yeah, when, as she said, Trish Stratus was a soccer mom, and yeah. Charlotte's in her fucking prime. That's true. So, I don't know. I, I mean, it's, good, it's a good card. You can go either way with it. I don't really give a shit, you know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <clears throat> Orton KO. Yeah, we didn't know what happened. At least I didn't. Oh, I did. I, I mean, mean, they, they meant to confuse, but it's definitely a double count out. Well, yeah, but it was just really hard when the, everything was fucking up, and then all of a sudden the match is done, and you're like, what What the fuck just happened? So that just means the story continues. Contuber. Yeah. Yeah, I think they're going to milk this and turn it into a feud. Looks like it. Contuber. That, that was a bummer, man. The crowd was super into that. You had uh, you had people on both sides. What were they chanting again? Uh, Kofi's stupid was one. Kofi's stupid. Randy sucks. Or Orton sucks, maybe. Orton sucks. Yeah. Scusi. I'm. I'm always um. I shouldn't be shocked, but I'm always shocked by the amount of Orton fans when he's been healed for so long. Yeah. Yeah, there's still Orton heads out there. Oh, there's a ton of them. I think the casual, like, or even the less... <laughs> you know, as different as everything seems this holiday season, one thing still holds true year after year. Everybody loves holiday scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. And with tickets available from $1 to $20, they're the perfect gift for anyone on your list 18 years or older. So, stay safe this year and play it safe with your gift-giving. Give scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Please play responsibly. In a not-so-quiet corner of northwest Georgia, there's a little town where the moonshine gives you visions, where ghosts race along the back roads, where criminals gather at the edge of town and stalwart guardians defend the streets. Welcome to Garfield's Crossing. We're now funding a full voice cast version of our podcast on Kickstarter. To follow the campaign, look for Garfield's Crossing on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. I'm a casual fan, like the guy who just kind of sees stuff about wrestling every once in a while. Like that kind of guy likes Orton. They like Lesnar. They, oh, like, yeah. they like the big, you know, the big dogs. Yeah. Um, oh, but Eric, I almost forgot because I turned the page and saw what match was next. This is probably the highlight of the night, huh? Oh, yeah. You talking about the uh, the Fiend? The Fiend debut. Yeah, the Fiend debut was amazing. 
Um, moment of SummerSlam. If somebody asked me, you remember Summer SummerSlam night 2019? I'll say, yeah, that was The Fiend debut. Uh, new music. The ring gear was sweet. He wears the mask while he wrestles. Uh, clown pants, like you pointed out. Yeah, 90s wrestling clown pants. Vertical, stri- vertical stripes, baby. Yeah, they looked great. A sick-ass mask that we've all seen, but... The new piece that unveiled, besides the new music, was the uh, the new lantern. Which yeah, I... Yeah, I, I thought was... Uh, uh, you texted me right during the entrance. You're like, is that a Jesus head? Yeah, I thought it was a Jesus head. and I, <laughs> Which just, I mean... If I couldn't already love this thing enough, I, my head almost just exploded. Like, oh my god, what are we doing here? We have a we have a Jesus head. I'm here for it. Uh, but nope, it was a Bray. It, the lantern, if anybody didn't see it, is like a it's a Bray Wyatt head, and then the mouth is like huge, and the mouth is the lantern part. Yeah. So it's like an old Bray Wyatt head. He's got like X's stitched over his eyes. It looks sick. Yeah. Uh, so here's a fun fact about the lantern, Jeff. Same guy that made the mask. Okay. Uh-huh. So, so I posted a picture of it and said like, oh, this is the best moment of SummerSlam or something. And uh, I don't know how many likes it got. It, it wasn't an impressive amount at all. <laughs> so. Part for the course. Yeah. It was just our normal shitty Instagram post. Let me see how many we had here. It makes the story a little better. We had 11 likes. Oh, shit. So not an impressive amount of likes at all. No. However, (laughs) however, one of the likes, at Baking Jason, is the creator of the lantern. Yeah, and the mask. So does he, does he know? Like, does he work with WWE? Does he know Bray? Or what's the connection there? Yeah, he worked. He was on some team that was working for WWE. They did all the Firefly Funhouse stuff, like the sets and the the whole thing. Oh shit! So it's like in depth Bray shit. Yeah. So, so that guy liked the post, which doesn't really mean anything. Doesn't mean that he likes us. It just means he likes himself, you know. Yeah. <laughs> he was. I, li- I like how much you're talking about me. Keep doing it. Yeah, yeah. He was. He was scouring the internet. He searched hashtag, you know, fiend or whatever, and saw it and was like, "Hey, cool. These guys like my shit." Yeah. But still, I thought it was interesting. We got ten likes, but one of them was the guy that made it, so that was kind of cool. Hell yeah, dude. But no, I think it's amazing, and he used the mandible claw. That he did, yeah, he's, he's bringing that back. Which you know I'm here for. I, d- I don't like it as much that sock, if, I'm a, if I can be honest. Well, yeah, the sock really did add to it. Yeah. Because then the casual fans like, oh, he's choking because of the sock. Like, people who don't know that that's like a real pressure point or whatever. Yeah, it's under the tongue, man. It hurts. Yeah. yeah. You don't want the mandible don't, claw. Don't try it. Yeah, people, try it. people are like, oh, he puts a sock in his mouth. That's so fucking gay. No, dude. 
Grab your tongue, lift up your tongue and grab under it with your fingers, and it hurts. That's some animal claw. No, don't don't do it. No, do it. Don't do it. You'll pass out. <laughs> you passed out. Uh, no, I say you will. I'm not trying it. Scared <laughs> of uh, spiders? You kidding yeah. me? <laughs> yeah, you don't do the mandible claw. Uh, no, um, I I forgot about the goddamn fire. I've never been a fan of the fireflies in the crowd. What, what oh, they the, call them? The cell not phone the, lights. People holding up their phone lights. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot about that. And it, like I wanted to be like blackout when he was coming in. You know. No, I think you're right. I think I think that's only for face spray. Yeah, it can't be doing this shit. For heel bray, no, you got to go pitch black. And or, the music is music's different and heavier, but you have those lyrics. Yeah, it's an it's altered it's, version. Yeah, you have the lyrics, and when when the lyrics came in, is when I first saw the fireflies. I'm like, shit, we're back to bray. But then it got back to the heavy shit. I'm like, okay. But what if we what if we switched? Which this will never happen. But what if they switched with the fiend? It was a lighter. Say what now? When the fiend comes out, instead of the cell phone light, it's an actual lighter. Uh Better. Be, yeah, better. It would give a nice orange and yellow glow instead of a white a white hot light. Yeah, we got we got enough light in the building. That thing was lit up like fucking Griswold family Christmas. Christmas. <laughs> yeah, the uh, the white hot light is it's not uh, dark enough for the fiend. Like an, a glow of an actual flame might look kind of cool with a bad guy. Yeah, it'd be no, better. The mask is amazing. Yep, the match is really the mask is really dope. I'm really glad he wears it while wrestling, which we'll see how that does conditioning-wise over time. We, we know how Kane felt about that. Oh, it's hard. But they, it looks like they, they designed it with that in mind. It's got a nice big mouth hole. Yeah. So, maybe not. I mean, Braid ever does any one-hour-long Broadways or anything. <laughs> you know. He can get the long matches. Yeah, that's true. As we used to know, the old Bray would take naps during tag team matches. Yep. And just come out for the big spots. Um. So yeah, I thought that was the moment of the night. Match of the night for me was still uh, Brock and 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 uh, Seth. Yeah, I mean, it was kind of fucked up for me. I should, I should probably go watch it a second time. Oh yeah, yours is really fucked up. But it was really like, good. It was really good, man. It was like a great, you know, end a, a clean finish. It's over type of deal. Which is good. Oh yeah, they, they, buried, they buried it. Yep, it's done. No more Seth Brock for a while, which is good. Uh, are you surprised Seth won it? Because we both had Lesnar. Yep, we had Lesnar, and then last second, remember, I changed it to, I changed it to uh, Seth before the match. Yeah, but that's just because I. I yeah, we do live predictions as well, and Eric made a audible, Trubisky style. Yeah, I mean that's just because I was getting a flow of the night type of deal. Oh, for sure. 
because up no to that no nope, no yeah no title changes that was really weird so i knew it had to be happen yeah you gotta have at least one so that's SummerSlam, man yeah i thought it was pretty good overall i mean we had a shitty ass viewing but i think if we wouldn't have it would have been pretty good i think it was a solid yeah. show yeah, I mean, the only really internet criticism was the lack of title changes. I mean, does it matter that much? Like, when you're going in a show, I think it matters more in hindsight. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, when I'm going through a show, I'm like, oh, shit, that was a good match. That was a good match. You know? Yeah, you're not thinking about it. Yeah. Unless it's Becky, of course. And then I, if Becky would have lost the title, I would have, I would have been... If, if I would have had these technical difficulties on top of that, I probably would have stopped watching. Been too much for you. Yeah, I would have had an emotional breakdown here. <laughs> um. So the with, only with I, Raw. Yeah, go ahead. Huh? Go ahead with Raw. I was gonna say, uh, getting into Raw, I got a little reason to be a little nervous for Becky. No, why is that? Did you not catch this on Raw? I remember she had an interview with Charlie, but I, I don't remember what happened. Okay, let me find my notes real quick here. Um, so Natty came out. Did you see a Natty promo at all during Raw? Don't no. tell me they scrubbed this off of Hulu. Um, no, no, oh no. Oh, yeah, no, I remember. I know what you're talking about now. No, we saw okay. it. We saw it. All right. So yeah, Natty has a promo, and all of a sudden you hear peep 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 peep. <laughs> and I'm like, who the fuck's music is that? Why does that sound familiar? Is that Alexa Bliss? And Cole's about jizz his pants. Oh my god! Boss time! Yeah, he, he was waiting for that. He was sitting on that like on a sitting on a pin. Yeah, he was loving it. Sasha Banks returns. Yeah. Which was awesome. And she comes in and... Uh, I think Natty was emotional at this point because she was talking about uh, the hearts or something. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's one year since her, her uh, Jim Nyhart passed, so... At first, Sasha is coming in and hugging her and shit. And then, all of a sudden, we get the turn. We get the clothesline. Yep. And for some reason, she takes off what we thought was her natural hair. It's, it's a wig. And she reveals that she now has blue hair. Blue heel hair. Which she's been she's been healed with purple before, so I guess this is uh, even more heelish heel. Yeah, she's a blue healer. The blue healer, huh? Yep. So she starts taking Natty down. And for God knows why, Becky decides to come out. Because Becky's, like, pissed off and looking to pick a fight. And, uh, they, they go toe-to-toe for a while. And, uh, Sasha gets the upper hand and starts using some weaponry like a snake. And gives Becky a pretty good ass whooping. Yeah, uh, I was like, I heard somebody say, I don't remember who it was, but it was a good point. Why didn't they, why didn't Sasha attack Bailey? I, I was thinking that'd be a much more natural route. Yeah. Because yeah, last time they left, they were on good terms, right? Yeah. 
Yeah, so she comes back, and they're all hugging it out, and then boom, blue hair comes out, ass-whooping. We already got a story. But nope, they did the classic, uh, the only story is that she wants Becky's belt, I guess. Actually, I was thinking the same shit, and, like, we've been through that fucking, we've been through that, Eric. Remember counseling? Yes. You want to go through counseling again? No, not at all. But they never did. The, they just they fucked up the uh, the Sasha Bailey feud. Yeah, they did. Because it was white hot at one moment. Remember when uh, Bailey attacked her? Yeah. And like got oh, a little yeah, they physical. Had cooking and then they just took it off the stove. Yeah, they. Yeah, the water was just about to boil. And then they turned it down to low. But, um, no, I was super, I was pumped when, I like having Sasha around. I mean, just because of how many titles she has and everything, this adds, like, legitimate competition <clears throat> for Becky. Yeah, it just, just doesn't have to be just Charlotte or Bliss. Charlotte, Bliss, and Ronda is basically the only heavy-handers that she's had. Yeah, so I was definitely cool with that. Uh, do you see a title change coming? Um, maybe eventually, but not, no, not yet. But yeah, is that what you meant? That's what you, that's why you got something to worry about? Oh yeah. Yeah, well, it's definitely true, but not, (laughs) what's the next pay-per-view? Just something small? I think Hell in a Cell. Oh my God, really? I think so. I'm not positive, but uh, I mean they've been advertising that quite a bit. So it's just gonna be Shane versus uh, KO again. <laughs> Probably. Let's be <laughs> honest. No, I don't want to trash anything because honestly, um, like like you talked about before with uh, leaving us with a cliffhanger, like they always used to. Yeah. And they haven't been. They've been doing it lately with the Roman thing. Oh yeah. Yeah, they're bringing it back with that for sure. Like, Roman thing makes you gives you a reason to come back and watch. Yep. Uh, so basically, Roman's involved in a whodunit right now. Somebody's trying to end his career. Uh, dump some scaffold or some, like, rigging on him, and then they hit him with their car, and... Uh, he, he thought it was Buddy Murphy. Buddy Murphy blames it on Eric Rowan. So basically, blames it on Daniel Bryan. And uh, they tease it at SummerSlam, but we don't get anything else, which really pissed me off. They tease it on Raw, too, and say they're going to have an update, and it was not, the, it was not an update, Eric. Yeah, so let's... Just, let's a review of what already happened. Since this is, like, our biggest thing we're into, let's just go ahead and jump around to hair here. We don't, yeah. have, we don't have much time left anyway. So, what happened on SmackDown with it? So, on SmackDown, um... Brian basically comes out, uh, and he's like, well, we'll, we'll, uh, what does he say? He's basically just denying the involvement, says he'll prove it by the end of the night, so just do a little teaser to keep you involved. Yeah, so he... Later on in the night, later on in the night, you see Brian and Rowan, uh, Giving uh, Murphy a hard time in the locker room, like really interrogating them. 
<laughs> which, which turned into an internet meme immediately. Go ahead. Oh, it had to. Oh, it did. Because immediately the like Brian Brian really sold this. I can't remember what he kept repeating. You? No, but he was in his face. I mean, right in there. He's in his face, and he kept repeating like, "Why are you lying about me?" or something. Why are you lying about me? It just like his facial expression reminded me of uh, uh, "It's Always Sunny," the Christmas episode when Charlie realizes that Santa's been having sex with his wife. So he goes up to a mall Santa and like sits on his lap and just stares at him, demented, and like getting close to his face. He's like, "Did you fuck my mom, Santa?" Oh yeah. He's like, "What?" Yeah. Did it's you like, fuck did my you mom? Fuck my mom, Santa. Yeah, that's, that is what it was <laughs> like. So, um, how how's it in there? Uh, that one. Uh, they try to force him to admit that he didn't, uh, or that he lied or whatever. Yeah. And then. I don't, I don't think, I don't know, I can't remember if Buddy Murphy ever says anything. I think they just roughed him up a bit. Okay, because this, this all happened during the bad incident. So I was having a hard time. But then, but then we had a last segment as another cliffhanger, like you talked about. Okay. I don't know if you caught that or not. No, do, t- do tell. Okay, so <clears throat> this is after... This is pure cliffhanger, end of the show, after the main event, which has nothing to do with this. Uh, you see Brian Rowan back in the locker room, and uh, someone comes in the locker room and, like, ah, expects you to come in here. And it's, you see that it's Roman, so they have a little face-to-face. Uh, and, like, I, I don't know, Brian's still acting hard-ass. But basically, the cliffhanger, <laughs> excuse me, getting emotional. The cliffhanger is that uh, he's like, we've been doing our own investigation, Roman. And uh, we will bring you the culprit next week. Oh, shit. I love the idea of Eric Rowan's dumbass and Daniel Bryan holding an investigation. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's cool. Yeah, I mean... I was just confused as to why Daniel Bryan and Rowan were so vehement, like, vehement, like, how am I, what am I trying to say? Vehemently? Vehemently deny the Roman thing, like, like, they were, like, it's so serious about it. I guess, I guess it kind of lends to Bryan's, like, his character right now is kind of losing it, you know? Yeah. Because I think the old heel Bryan would have been like, no, I didn't hit you with that, with a stupid car. Like, get out of here. No. You know? Yeah. But yeah, I guess it kind of lends to Daniel Bryan's new unhinged character. Oh, totally. Which I like. Yeah, his unhinged character is great. Yeah, he's a professional man. We've we've hated on him in the past, and with good reason. Yeah. I don't like like a face Daniel Bryan myself. No. Not a yes. I'm not a yes guy. And we hated on uh, on Bray Wyatt as well. Oh yeah, I'll also still hate on, I'll still hate on the Wyatt clan. Yeah, I said also with reason. <clears throat> oh yeah, totally. 
SmackDown had some good matches, and so did Raw. So, real quick, matches to check out if you haven't caught them. And uh, SmackDown, you have uh, Flair versus Ember Moon. Yep. Ember Moon puts up a solid fight. Agreed. And you have um, uh, Roman and uh, Buddy Murphy go at it. Buddy Murphy puts up a good fight. Is, and that, is that the match of the week? <laughs> uh, I, I, I give it a tie between that and what I was getting to on Raw, which is uh, Alexander versus D-Mac. Yep. Yep. I'll, I'll lean Roman Buddy myself, but I agree. They both have killer fucking finishers, man. Yeah. Yep. Roman Buddy. I mean, it's, it's, it's their same finishers. Like, Roman has a just a real fucking badass spear, and D-Mac has a, a loud-ass Claymore. Yeah. D- D-Mac does, I mean, we, we're D-Mac guys, always have been. Yeah. He needs to... I don't know what they're doing with him. They're fucking him up is what they're doing. Because they're blowing it. He's awesome. He, do, he does headbutts. Which I always love. He's got a good moveset. He's huge. He looks nasty. Uh, the Roman-Buddy Murphy match. Great fucking match. Uh, Buddy Murphy does that brain buster where he lifts him up from the knee. Like that is... I love that move. I love uh, yeah. I love the brain buster altogether. Yeah. When uh, when uh, AJ first went heel with uh, with the club recently, he was doing brain busters. He was kind of doing them as finishers, you know. Yeah. And I hope I hope that's a thing. I'm down with heel AJ doing brain busters as finishers. I, I'm down with heel AJ, man. Just keep doing your thing. Yeah, yeah, we got a little bit of that. Um, I don't know if there's much else to talk about. Oh, King, uh, there, King there's of... some foreshadowing going on at the end of Raw. Oh, what's that? Uh, so the main event of Raw was Rollins versus AJ with the club. The club ended up getting involved and beating the shit out of uh, uh, Rollins. Ricochet runs in and he gets his ass beat. And then Braun fucking comes in and takes care of business. But then he's like holding the title a little bit when he's giving it back to Rollins. So you don't know if like maybe those two are going to go toe-to-toe. Because I don't think they ever have, have they? Um, Rollins-Strowman? I don't think for like anything, any significant feud, no. So that, that could be something in in the brew house. Yeah, I'm glad they're I'm glad they're stretching this Roman thing out, man. This feels old school. Oh yeah, I, I love cliffhangers. I want more. Yeah, I mean they're they're finally telling some stories here. For sure. Maybe it maybe it is Heyman and what's his face. Um, I, I I believe that. Yeah. Why Why wouldn't it be? I don't know. Uh, King of the Ring is back. What's your thoughts? Oh, I, I completely forgot, Eric. I'm gonna mark out for that. I hope they don't fucking blow it. Oh, so you are happy? Yeah. Oh, I thought you weren't gonna like it. No. I, I'm, I'm, I mean, it's 
it's a weird thing. It's it's going to be dated. It's going to seem weird to have a tournament for uh, something that's meaningless. That's the king of the ring. They just need to flash that nostalgia. For some reason, they're not showing Billy Gunn in that nostalgia, and I, I don't know why. Yeah, that is an odd win. Uh, let me see. Let's do it before we get out of here. Do you have anything else? Uh, oh yeah, Shane started off SmackDown by fining KO a hundred thousand U.S. dollars for <laughs> hundred thousand fucking bullshit dollars. Yeah, you might as well make it pineapples, man. Yeah. Uh, but they they released the King of the Ring bracket. Have you seen that? No, it's already set up. Yep. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> so, do you want me to read it? Yeah, let's hear it. So, first match, or first, or let's just say here, left side of the tournament, okay? The Western Conference. The Western Conference. Cesaro versus Samoa Joe. Uh, okay. Rick, Ricochet versus D-Mac. Okay. Cedric Alexander, Sami Zayn. Miz, Baron Corbin. So, just off the top of my head, I will take D-Mac. Thank Joe. Okay. Now we go to the Eastern Conference. KO versus Elias. Ali versus Buddy Murphy. Chad Gable versus Shelton Benjamin. And, ah! and uh, yeah, Shelton Benjamin did it. Yeah. And Apollo Crews versus Andrade. Um, Ali? Cause K- no, KO, dude. no, dude, KO versus Elias. That's going to be bullshit. Shane's going to come out and fuck him or something. I think they'll just try and rough him up so he doesn't win the contest. I, I think KO takes the cake. Because, I mean, originally we had KO and Shane and, uh... Oh, no, I'm getting pay-per-views confused with Hell in a Cell and King of the Ring now. Is King of the Ring coming up? Yeah, it starts on Monday. Oh, okay, now I remember. The next pay-per-view is Clash of Champions. Because, uh... Hold on here, Eric. What? Is there going to be a tournament at a pay-per-view called King of the Ring? Is, are they are they fluffing it up? No, unfortunately, they're. I think they're doing. They're fluffing it up. I think they're doing matches each week, and it culminates at Class of Champions for the final match. Oh, that's fucking stupid. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Isn't it originally all in one night? I mean, I think you might have had a first or what they call a qualifying match. I think it used to be just eight people. Actually, I got my binder. Let me ch- let me flip back to a King of the Ring. Uh, but I think it's just eight people in the actual pay per view, like at the tournament part of the pay per view. Okay. And, like there might have been a qualifying match to get into that eight, you know. So the couple of weeks beforehand, you'd have a qual. Yeah, I'd be like, oh, this should be a qualifying match for the King of the Ring tournament. Yeah. 
coming up on June 21st. Yeah, that makes sense. So you'd have to win three matches to win. Three matches in one night, yeah. That would make so you, it's, an, it's an endurance thing. You only give it to the fucking hustlers in the bits. A young prime Billy Gunn, an Owen Hart, a Stone Cold Steve Austin. You know? That's no, yeah, sure. I get it. I totally get it, but I'm looking here to see if I'm wrong or I'm right, and I can't find it. I mean, I wish you were right, but I think I'm right, unfortunately. Bullshit. Anyway, it's not a crazy pick. The internet has already decided as well, but I think D-Mac would be a good... uh, I think D-Mac could wear the crown. Oh, he could, for sure. He could be... He could be... He could be the king. But Joe could too. Good that's also a solid pick. Perhaps. Out of the Western Conference. Um yeah, I just found King of the Ring two thousand and I got a tournament bracket here. There's uh eight people to start. And yeah, it's just all the matches in one night. So the first couple like these quarterfinal matches I got three minutes, eight minutes, four minutes. <laughs> In nine minutes, so they're 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 making them quick. Yeah, you got to. They start to get longer as the night goes on, you know. Yeah. And it's not all that happens at the pay per view for you young kids out there. (laughs) You still have main events. You can still insert a Roman storyline and shit. But I I guess they're probably yeah. You're probably right. They're just gonna do Clash of Champions and. Watered down the whole King of the Ring experience. Damn it, I, that, that, that's a bummer. Yeah, it really blows it. Does that make sense? Because uh, King of the Rings traditionally during the lull part of the summer that we just went through, like June, July. So, if they already have pay-per-views lined up, they can't just insert a King of the Ring pay-per-view out of nowhere, I guess. So what's your final, uh, what's your final pick for the King of the Ring? I'm not putting any. I'm not putting ink to paper yet, but uh, I'm going with KO. Okay. I think KO gets screwed, but it's possible for sure. All and right. Have, yeah. Are you going with uh, DMAC or? Yeah, put me down for the DMAC Mac attack. I'm just. I'm just keep praying they do something with DMAC. Yeah. He just keeps losing matches, dude. It's not right. That's true. If Corbin hadn't hadn't already gotten a couple of these pushes, I would say Corbin, because they could do it to him, too. Oh, he's in it? I didn't even hear his name mentioned. Yep, Corbin. Where's he been? Vacay? Yeah, he must be out in Europe on vacation. God, wrestling does that so well. Yeah, they just sneak him out, and you don't even know. (laughs) I hadn't thought about Baron Corbin at all. Nope. Well, that's about it for... I, I like I like the way the stories are going. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, the Roman thing is is cool, man. Oh yeah. There's a guy. There's a guy at work that like he just been like I don't think he's watching wrestling, but I don't know I don't know what he's doing. But anyway, he said he stopped on something and watched it, and he always talks to me about wrestling, like old school stuff, and he was interested. In that. He's like, "What's going on with Roman Reigns?" I'm like, "You like that, don't you?" Everybody, everybody likes that kind of shit. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's it's a who done it. 
It's a car. Everybody likes a little car stunt in wrestling. Yep. Alright, well, I think that about does it, dude. <laughs> yeah, man, let's get to our fucking weekends. One day late. Let's do it. Let's get to our weekends. Everybody enjoy your Friday. You know, don't uh, drink and drive and just, you know. And, uh. Yeah, if you get an Uber, stay awake. Oh, why? Worried about getting raped? No, I'm not. I'm just saying for, like, you don't put a passed out friend in an Uber for the Uber driver's uh, personal courtesy. Like, how are they going to deal with a corpse in the back seat? That's just rude. You'd probably rape them. Hey, you might. Night, night. Night, night. But now I don't we're understand. Start calling him. Now I don't understand. Good. Huh? I said, okay. Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. Canadian bacon and hardwood smoked bacon. Or Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Get $2 off a large bacon duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. It's Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas, each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important.